When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host. It's really common to pride yourself on your ability to get things done. We live in a capitalist society, after all, where productivity and output is king. But today, I'm advocating a switch from letting your to-do list dictate how you spend your time to letting how much time you have determine which things you'll do. This is especially helpful if time is something that always seems to be running out on you. It's part of a week of episodes when I'm looking at ways to be more time-savvy and to improve your relationship to time in general so that you can get out of time poverty and start experiencing more time affluence. And if those terms are new to you, be sure to come back tomorrow when I'm interviewing Ashley Willens, author of a great book called Time Smart, who studies those very subjects. We typically think, I have to do this thing, how long will it take me? That's matching your time to your tasks. But the problem is that we are typically terrible at estimating how long something is going to take. And that's before you factor in distractions like text notifications and Twitter, which of course make things take longer. And it also doesn't include things that pop up unexpectedly, which really we should start expecting those things because they happen every day. As a result, you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to start and finish this thing this afternoon and then you don't finish it, and then you feel defeated, like there's just not enough time to do everything you need to do. In this way, your own expectations of how long you think something should take contribute to your sense of time poverty. Lately, instead of planning my day according to what I need and want to do, I've been focusing instead on how I can match those things I need and want to do to my available time. The thing I love about this approach is that it forces you to break up bigger goals into smaller pieces and it helps you put time first and your to-do list second. Because nothing is more defeating than thinking you're going to complete something from start to finish and then realizing you only got about halfway through. It makes you feel like a failure when actually you did two really hard and important things. You started and you completed a good amount of work. So it does require you to get more comfortable with progress instead of completion, but it also frees you up from feeling bad about anything less than completely finishing something. So for example, let's say you've got your first meeting at 10 o'clock. That means if you start working at 8.30, you've got 90 minutes. What portion of what you need and want to do today fits into a 90-minute slot? Or even two 40-minute slots with a 10-minute break in between? You could do admin stuff for 40 minutes, then go make a second cup of coffee or tea and stretch your legs a little bit for 10 minutes, and then spend 40 minutes writing up that report that's due tomorrow. 
You may not finish the report, but you'll get a running start so that you only need maybe a 30-minute stretch later in the day to wrap it up. Better than saying in those first 90 minutes of the day that you'll finish that report only to get waylaid by your inbox and or a text string and then feel defeated that you're getting a late start and so you decide to go get a cup of coffee first and by the time you sit down to work, you already feel behind. That's a hard feeling and tough to get good work done when you're experiencing it. Breaking your day up into smaller chunks of time and then matching up your to-dos to those time slots also helps you weave in more things that you like and enjoy. It's equally important to fit more things into your day that you like and that are good for you and that make you happy, because even doing those things in little bits of time add up over the long term. Ten minutes a day of doing something like stretching or reading adds up to 3,650 minutes in a year. That's 60 0.83 hours to be exact, or a week and a half of full time work. That's worth it, right? I've got examples of things you can do to make you feel happier and more productive in five minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, and a couple of hours right after this break. Welcome back. Okay, so what are some things you can fit into small pockets of your day? If you have five minutes to kill before your next meeting starts, you could write that email to your dad that you've been meaning to send. Or maybe you can stand up and stretch, or lie on the floor and give your back a quick break from sitting, or schedule something that you're really looking forward to, or go pay an invoice. If you have 15 minutes, you can go outside and just stand there and let the sun hit your face, or walk around the block, or make a cup of tea, or read a few pages of your book, or do a high-intensity workout. On the work front, you could schedule a couple of meetings or send an invoice or write a thank you or open up a document and do some unedited free writing on something you need to be working on. Just break the seal and lower your stress about getting that thing done. If you have a half hour, you can call a friend, go on a nice walk, create an outline for something you have due, research something, or get a good head start on producing something or even complete one distinct part of a bigger project that makes you feel accomplished. And if you have a precious couple of hours or even an entire day with no meetings or appointments on the books, I recommend breaking those hours up into a couple of smaller segments. You may spend those segments all on one project, and that's fine, but I find that when it feels like I've got all the time in the world, I spend a lot of that time dinking around because, hey, I've got all the time in the world. Better to plan a few 30-minute chunks to focus on smaller pieces of whatever you're working on and then pack in a few enjoyable things in between them than to dither away a chunk of time. There's one caveat. There will still be things that take way longer than you think they should because you can't remember your password to the store you need to order something from and then you have to go down this wormhole of getting that fixed. For example, I don't have a fix for all the things that go kerflooey. All I can say is, yep, they happen. Yep, they're frustrating. Yep, they suck up time. The only thing to do is just give yourself a pass and remember that the clock always resets the next day. So long as you're living, you get a do-over every time you wake up. Your tiny assignment is to look at your schedule for the rest of the day. What kinds of chunks of time do you have available to you? And what things are good fits for those chunks of time? Give it a try. Make time be the horse that pulls the carriage of your day instead of your to-do list and see both how much more you can do and how much better you feel about those things. 
And for a whole lot more about time, poverty, and time affluence, be sure to come back tomorrow. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 